This is a Wool Observatory podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to Space Oddity. Hi, this is Cody Half Moon and co-host Haley Osborne, and this is Star Stuff. And today we're talking about something very near and dear to Haley's heart. We're talking about black holes. It's happening. I'm so excited. An episode just about black holes. I don't <sighs> think we did one. I think we've just like randomly talked about it. Yeah. So like the first, the very first episode of ours was black holes, space time, and bread, where we kind yeah. of talked about black holes, but it was kind of like a chaotic mess of an episode you know those are so fun um, they're so fun so yes. fun unlike any um, of our other episodes <laughs> <laughs> and then of course we did the uh colliding black holes yeah. with uh dr scott barrows and dr jennifer hanley yes um but today we're not talking about like black holes um in general we're actually going in depth into black holes and i into the black holes i have been waiting for this episode I'm so excited i'm so excited oh. because um a lot of people don't realize this, but there are multiple types, multiple classifications of black holes. There's actually four classifications and four sizes. Okay. So the uh, four classifications of black holes are Kerr black holes, Kerr-Newman black holes, Reznor-Nordstrom black holes, and Schwarzschild black holes. Can I just say, if people are going to name things after themselves, can they have simpler names? <laughs> Like, can we all just agree as a community that that's ridiculous? You know, it's not that bad. It, it's not that bad. I'm looking at Kerr. Okay, so these are, like, different languages. Uh, these people were, like, I think there were a couple of, like, uh, German people, a uh, couple of Swiss people, I think. Um, uh, so, like, that's why we're not used to seeing this kind of stuff. But, like, if you are into astronomy, you have definitely seen the word Schwarzschild numerous Schwarzschild. times. Schwarzschild. 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 I'm not going to. I don't know. It's That's fine. how I pronounce it. There's a lot of people who say, like, Schwarzschild or whatever. I say Schwarzschild, but okay. I don't know. Um, and these are different types of black holes. These are different types of black holes. And we'll go into depth on, like, what the difference between them all are. Um, but there's also four different sizes of black holes. Mm. So there are uh, stellar mass black holes, mm -hmm. intermediate mass black holes, micro black holes, and supermassive black holes. So like supermassive black holes are the ones that are at the center of galaxies. We've talked about those ones before, right? We've talked gotcha. about that size before. Right. Uh, and then the other ones are a bit smaller. Um, in some cases, way smaller. Like micro black holes are way smaller. Okay. Um, it's like ordering from Starbucks. Like the yeah. names are confusing. No, 100%. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, but before we get into um, talking about like what each of these means, we have to like talk a little bit about a few vocabulary words that we're going to be using. Right, let's get our um, words down. Just so that like we have a general idea of mm -hmm. what we're going to be talking about. Um, so the first vocabulary, uh, well, it's not just a word, it's two words. Uh, the words are gravitational lensing. So okay. gravitational lensing, um, have you ever had like a stain on a tablecloth and you run like a stemmed wine glass over it and you see that the stain starts like this and then it like goes around the wine glass stem and then it goes back to being normal? If it's a reference about wine glass and wine stains on tablecloths, I will understand. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah, it just distorts it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it distorts it. And yeah. so that is lensing due to the glass. But in this case, gravitational lensing 
does a similar thing, but with gravity. So if something is very, very dense, very massive, it can actually cause gravitational lensing. And um, there's a couple... Right, because everything has gravity, basically, right? Yeah, everything has gravity. Certain things have more than others. Right. Um, and I guess so the light has, bends? has gravity is a little weird of a way to put it because oh. gravity is like a force. It's not really something to have. Oh. Um, but it bends light. So there Jeez. are a couple of pictures that you could usually pull up for this kind of stuff. And I'll pull up one um, that we'll drop in the Discord after this. But um, – it's like maybe Nate can put it like right here on the video. Yeah, totally. It's right here, guys. Look <laughs> at this photo right here. Um, so I'm literally just looking up smiley face gravitational lensing, oh. and it is the first thing that pops up. Oh, it's cute. It's super cute. Um, so oh, basically, it looks demented. It looks wild. So what's happening in this case is, um, I believe it is a galaxy cluster is um, lensing the light behind it. And so these two dots here, and we'll just like somehow edit it. Right like, here. These two dots here. It might um, be up here. I don't know how Nate's going to I don't know. The here. eyes of the smiley face. Um, that's actually the same galaxy, but it's being what? lensed. Yeah. It's the same galaxy, but it's being it's being like mirrored basically. Um, and then like the same thing here. This is actually the same right here and right here. So um, gravitational lensing is light bending due to gravity. Does that make sense? It's wild. But it's yeah, crazy. It checks out. So okay. um, it can be like, <clears throat> sorry, it can be like a galaxy cluster doing this, black holes, dark matter, all kinds of stuff. Gotcha. Um, and some of that stuff we'll talk about in later episodes. Um, but in this case, we're talking about it in terms of black holes. As many episodes as we can sneak in on black holes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, so it doesn't um, physically affect the objects being distorted. It just affects the way we perceive them. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the next thing that we need to define is angular momentum. Oof. So uh, a lot of people who have taken some sort of physics or even a lot of times uh, math or astronomy uh, will have heard this term before, angular momentum. Um, basically, it is the quantity of rotation of a body. Haley, stop. I know. <laughs> what? So um, something is... Quantity of rotation. How something many times is rotating. Not necessarily how many times it turns, but it's um, it's more of like the force of it turning. Angular momentum is, mm. um, I think it's defined as a... I, so, I'm actually, I think I'm wrong. Hold on. Angular momentum. Like, is like a spindle tap? Yeah. Yeah. Things that spin. So like uh, <laughs> earth spins. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this is why I put it in those terms because like the scientific definition on Wikipedia is the rotational analog of linear momentum. Oh man! I don't what <laughs> spark notes for this. Oh, what is <laughs> what is angular momentum in simpler terms? Here we go. Yeah. So this is what I was talking about. Um, yeah. So basically, as something um, rotates, you can calculate its angular momentum based off of its mass, velocity, and radius of the object. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And so um, we'll talk about angular momentum a little bit. Um, next up, <laughs> this one's weird. Um, so the next thing we're going to talk about is baryonic matter. Yep. Okay. Baryonic. So, named, baryonic. Named for berry. Um, it's actually named for matter comprised of baryons. So this is more like a particle physics thing, which 
We should do an episode on particle physics. That would oh, be cool. Yeah. You need to do an episode. <laughs> we get John in here or something for that one. <laughs> so basically, um, it should have protons and neutrons um, and all the objects composed of them. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, electrons, neutrinos, things like that. Um, I know all those words. Um, those can, it can actually exclude things like that because they're leptons, not baryons. That's all, it's a whole thing that we're not You're talking really going to Dr. Seuss right, right now. now. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. I'm, I'm just making up words. Yeah, no. just make it up. You could. Um, leptons. Okay. <laughs> now, the next definition, which a lot of people have probably heard of before, if they've heard anything about black holes whatsoever, is event horizon, mm-hmm. right? So event horizon is basically the point of no return. It's where if you pass the event horizon of a black hole, you cannot escape it, mm-hmm. right? So um, a lot of people think of black holes as vacuums sucking things into them. That is not the case, right? right? You can actually orbit a black hole safely, but as soon as you enter that event horizon, you're falling into it because it's a hole, right? It's literally just a giant gravity funnel leading down to something. Yeah, I talked to John about like the event horizon once, and he said that if you were to touch a black hole, like what's there, it would probably be like the smoothest surface you've ever touched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? It's not like a, because I picture like a wormhole or like something, because you yeah. see like the graphics. But so it's like the event horizon goes to a certain point, then you're getting like sucked in toward a thing. Mm-hmm. A it's singularity like, is what it's called. Singularity. It's like a. It's like hole. a. It's actually an infinitesimal point out in space. So I usually talk about it in terms of like a grain of sand because our brains can like comprehend that, but it's it's an infinitesimally small point in space, and that's what the. Uh, the singularity is and that's where all the mass and matter is and so the reason uh one of the reasons why black holes have such a large effect on gravity is because they are so ridiculously dense Mm -hmm. like uh uh, that teeny tiny infinitesimal speck is probably like the weight of our solar system in certain cases in certain cases more or less than that depending on the size of the black hole that we're talking about so that thing is dense that little bit the singularity. Like my one brain cell right now. Yeah, pretty much. Super <laughs> dense. Exactly. Okay, got it. Um, and so um, the thing about uh, when I'm talking about sizes of black holes, I'm not talking about physical size, right? None of these are bigger than others. They have more mass inside of them. So like supermassive black holes have a ton of mass. Micro black holes have way less mass than that. So uh, when I say size of black hole, I'm not talking like a softball versus a golf ball. I'm talking like mass and matter inside of it. Does that make sense? And they're all itty bitty? Yep. They're all infinitesimal points out in space. No way. Seriously. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, really? Mm-hmm. I promise you. <laughs> okay. Um, so How? Three more. <laughs> like, um, so the way I like to think about it is... Um, Okay, um, take your hand for example. Uh, go ahead and high five me. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, so your hand's solid, right? I mean, you felt my hand. I felt your hand. Mm-hmm. You, you're holding your coffee cup right now. It was your hand's solid, right? Yes. Your hand's actually over 99% empty space because there's empty space between the atoms in your hand, empty space between the bits of those atoms, the quantum bits of those bits. So a black hole is essentially taking out like almost uh, pretty much all of that empty space. And mm-hmm. so if you did that to your hand, you would be left with something like a, a speck of nothingness, you know? Um, so that's basically yeah. what this is. 
reminded me of the first time science blew my mind in like third grade. I'm sure everyone did this where they had like <laughs> two students stand on either side of the room. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's like your cells or whatever. It's like your atoms. Oh, yeah. The, the like, like no. distances between things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Why it is pass insane. through walls, man? It's 2022, 2023, <laughs> whatever year it is. Honestly. Um, okay. So we got three more definitions mm-hmm. to go through. Uh, okay. First off is the ergosphere. It is a region located outside a rotating black hole's outer event horizon. That all makes no sense right now. We are going to fully explain it when we get to those types of black holes. I'll easily pass right over it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next, we have the uh, magnetic moment. Uh, So this is the property of a magnet. (laughs) It's a cute name. (laughs) Someone romantic wrote that. (laughs) Um, But basically, it's the property of a magnet that interacts with an applied field uh, to give a magnetical moment. So imagine... um, like you're putting a magnet up against another magnet, that force you feel, um, that could be considered a magnetic moment. So I ship it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then finally, we have a wormhole, which we briefly brought up. A wormhole is actually a rip in space-time uh, that leads somewhere else. So um, let's say right. theoretically. These are theoretical objects. We've never found one or anything. But uh, let's say that you want to get from point A up to point B. Right now you have to travel all the way. If you went through a worm, if like you opened a wormhole right here, it would be like this and you just go straight through. A folded piece of paper. Exactly. A folded piece of paper. Do you know where I learned that? Thor, Love, and Thunder? Armageddon. (laughs) No. Armageddon. Yeah. I I can't escape it. I am pretty sure it was Armageddon where they were like explaining. Probably. Or I'm so wrong and it was Interstellar. Get at me in the comments. I don't remember. It was I think space Interstellar movie. definitely Where did they that because like, they the go pencil. through a wormhole. That's that's Interstellar. Just kidding. How could you do that to me? <laughs> How could you make me think of that horrible movie? It was Ugh. so okay. good. Yeah, they like fold a piece of paper and he sticks his pencil mm-hmm. through it and he was like, da I hate it. <laughs> okay. <Amazing>. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the different types of black okay. holes. So um, I have mushed together Kerr-Newman and Reznor-Nordstrom black holes for a few reasons. Um, so Put all the complicated names in one. <laughs> so Kerr-Newman black holes, uh, they have charge and angular momentum, which means um, they have some tr- sort of charge associated with them and they are rotating. Charge like uh, electrical yeah. charge? Uh, yeah. Electrical, uh, magnetic yeah. Like they couldn't Charged. get more terrifying. I okay. Know. Cool. Um, Reznor Nordstrom black holes have charge and no angular momentum. Now, the reason I mushed these two together is because um, black holes in general are highly theoretical, right? Um, we've we've seen black holes, we've taken pictures of them now, but uh, we've never been inside a black hole or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So um these two black holes are the least likely to exist. Yeah. <laughs> because they have charge. What does that mean? Um, so it just means that they, you know, have... Um, like static electricity? <sighs> yeah, just like electricity in general. Because most things in space have a, like, net electric charge. These things do not. These have an actual quantifiable electrical charge yeah which is wild (laughs) Um, and uh realistically uh it probably 
I mean, these probably don't exist, but if they do, then we're in for a wild ride. So <laughs> why do they think that these exist? Why do they think that a black hole could have an electrical charge? Math. Ugh. The math works out. Yeah. So that's pretty much how uh, most theoretical things happen is math. math. Math causes so many problems. It does. <laughs> it really does. But I love it anyway. Yeah. I'm a psycho. It's fine. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> basically, um, a Kerr Newman black hole only has an event horizon when the combined charge and angular momentum are small. Which is weird to think about. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but we actually believe that um, they do have an inner and an outer event horizon. So it's actually got two. Um, and I have a picture of what this could look like right here. And we'll drop these in the Discord, of course. Uh, but it you just can looks see like an eyeball. There's the singularity, the inner horizon, and the outer horizon. So which one is the point of no return then? Uh, the outer. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Just so, you're also electrocuted mm-hmm. by the time you get to the inner. Kind don't of. go into one of these guys. <laughs> Deployed it. Okay. Um, so um, the, let's see. Oh, God. I know. I, I put a lot of like really fancy schmancy stuff in here yeah. that I'm not going to say out loud because it makes no sense. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> um, so much. It's, it's a lot. I'm curious about this one-way wormhole thing. Yeah. Because so, everyone thinks of a wormhole like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone being just me. This one's probably. talking about the difference between a charged and an uncharged black hole. Um, the mathematical solution to a charged black hole is that inside its horizon, there is a one-way wormhole that connects to a white hole that propels you to another space and time. So basically... And this math. This is math. This is math. This This isn't Doctor Who. This is straight math. This is straight math. And so um, you enter into the event horizon, and then you enter into a wormhole, and you are spit out somewhere else in space and time. But you're spit out like spaghetti. So you're not going to be super useful by the time you get to the other side. Kind of. It really depends because the further you go into a black hole, the dense or the the more um, an effect gravity has, and so that's what pulls you apart. Uh, the spaghettification process, right? It pulls you apart um, as you enter through. If the wormhole's like right there, you might get there in time before you get like just absolutely obliterated (laughs) Um, yeah okay and so um speaking of interstellar this is most likely what kind of black hole they were talking about because he enters into that weird dimension instead of being ripped apart that could be seen as him actually entering into a wormhole inside of that black hole that like cube yeah the like cube thing that he's in or whatever okay so um behind the bookshelf I actually uh, looked up pictures of Reznor Nordstrom black holes uh, for like the diagram and everything, and a lot of stuff that was coming up was the black hole from Interstellar. So okay. I am about 99% sure this is the type of black hole that they were trying to portray on the screen. Okay. But it probably doesn't exist. But this is actually what it looks like. Um, yeah. Or wait, no. This is Reznor Nordstrom, and so is this. Okay. The Kerr Newman looks like this. So the Kerr Newman one, for those listening and not on our Discord, you should be on our Discord. Totally. 
It looks again like an eyeball that's been <laughs> squished. Yeah, so Kerr Newman has a rotation associated with it, which is why it's kind of squished on the top and bottom, whereas the uh, Reznor Nordstrom doesn't have a rotation associated with it, which is why it's more spherical. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they've got really f- weird charge diagrams that I'm not going to explain because no, that, that would take forever. That. that looks like... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. We'll put it here, though, and you can trip out over these weird graphics Mm -hmm. that Haley has found. 100%. But yeah, so that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about with these two because, like I said, they are the least likely to exist because they do have a uh, non-net charge associated with them. Okay. So we're going to continue on. Moving on. And next up, we are going to talk – I'm actually going to save that for last. Um, Oh, no. We're going to talk about this one first. Um, So next up, we're going to talk about source child black holes. Source child. Source child. So um, typically when you think of a black hole, you're probably thinking of a source child black hole. Um, so black hole, uh, source child black holes are seen as the solution to Einstein's uh, field equations for general relativity. Mm-hmm. So um, Einstein predicted that these kinds of things could be out there and uh, we ended up taking pictures of them and we were like, oh, cool. Um, How did so, he do that? Math. Okay, yeah that's uh, just gonna I be my answer math? to everything yeah <laughs> math. <laughs> math man he must have been bored okay so Thanks, um child black holes are characterized by the event horizon and um the uh radius from the singularity to the event horizon is called the source child radius yeah okay um we got a picture uh so so center from the singularity to the in the edge. middle to the edge mm-hmm. of the okay source child radius yeah um, so if you fall in, you Is notice... Is kind of like an ice cream cone? Like, you know how you have ice cream cones, but then, like, they have a little chocolate bit at the bottom of the cone, all smushed at the bottom? Like, that's the singularity. Yes and no. Like, if you're looking at it, and you, like, get sucked down the cone to the chocolate? So, kind of, but they're spheres. But they're spheres. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So it'd be like a, an ice cream cone where it's a sphere, and the cones all point in. Ah. Yeah. Very odd to think about. Um, I actually have a tattoo of a black hole diagram right here, yeah. if you guys can see it. So there's my black hole diagram. Um, but yeah, we've got the event horizon. Um, if this were up, that's more what it would be. And then these would go down forever into the chocolate. The, the chocolate. Singularity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so with source child black holes, um, you know, if you fall in, you notice no physical surface, but you would be spaghettified. Yeah, so you just bloop and you're gone. Okay. <laughs> this is just a normie black hole, like what we think of. Yeah, it's what we typically typical. think of. Okay. Um, even stars and planets have a source child radii associated with them. So um, that gets a little weird. I'm going to kind of bypass that because we're talking about black holes here. Okay. But um, fun, fun fact. Um, but yeah, so um, these black holes have no charge and no angular, angular momentum associated with them. Okay, so, so they're not they're not spinning. spinning. They're just mm-hmm. levitating in space, being creepy. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought everything spun in space. Yes, which is why these are not as likely to exist as the next ones that we're going to talk about. Oh my god! Because they're not spinning. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, this uh, type of black hole uh, gravitationally lenses objects. So we okay. talked about gravitational lensing. Mm-hmm. Now, the most likely to exist in space are Kerr black holes because mm-hmm. they have 
no charge, and they have angular momentum, which is what most things in space have. So um, basically, <laughs> and this is where it gets weird because according to the fact that it has a spin and it doesn't have a charge, and these are most likely to exist based off of those two facts, that makes this next part really weird to think about. They should have an inner event horizon. And that inner event horizon suggests that there is a second universe. Shut the door. I'm dead serious. What? Yeah. If you look up curved black holes, that's like one of the main things that's talked about with these. Because We're going AU right now? Like, wait. It's, it's so weird to think about because like we are – so from what I've seen, um, all black holes that we've seen so far – have spin associated with them. And we can tell because of the way that they're photographed. So in, in this, I included um, images of the supermassive black holes that we've taken pictures of. So if you look here, the bottom of this picture right here is lighter and the top is a little darker. That indicates that this is spinning and this part is coming towards us and that part is going away from us. So this black hole is definitely spinning which makes it either a Kerr black hole or I believe a yeah a Kerr-Newman black hole. But one of those is less likely to exist because of the charge Exactly. Element. See, I'm catching Exactly, exactly. Okay. So, so um, we go back to the, go back to the alternate or second universe yeah. thing. Basically, it is possible to avo avoid the singularity and it exit somewhere else. How math? Math. So, but uh, why, uh, why this and not the other one? Like, why does this one? Because most things in space have angular momentum and a net charge. And that is what curved black holes are, is angular momentum and a net charge. How would math show an alternate universe? Like, are they just doing an equation I and they put it in the calculator and it just says... Alternate universe. No, like, they like come up with the equations and based off of certain things, it spits out. That would mean each black hole has its own. That's genuinely math that I cannot explain Are because we I in don't a black get hole? It. Like this universe? <laughs> <laughs> I broke her brain. It happened. Because uh, like, because like, usually when you think about no. all, like universes, you think like, oh, we might be in like a pocket universe, and at the edge of our universe, which there isn't one, whatever, there's like another universe, but we can't interact with it because we're our math doesn't work out, so we just don't see these. But if we're looking at black holes, and then there's an alternate, you know, then they could be looking at a black hole and be like, oh, look. I'm going to throw up. Like maybe there's a, where <laughs> oh there's like God. a grasshopper version of us doing a podcast in a different black hole. You know, I love that. <laughs> I, I'm, I want that now. <laughs> That's um, insane. It's crazy. But, um, yeah. So <laughs> she just Sorry, read, I just read she, something from her outline, which I purposely do not do before these episodes. <laughs> what? So... <laughs> It is possible to avoid the singularity and exit somewhere else. That's that's what we just said. Since you are not only traveling through space, you are also traveling through time, it is entirely possible that you can go back in time and that leads to a grandfather paradox. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely 
an interesting Grandfather thing Paradise. To talk that's about. Back to the Future. Basically, yep. Back to the Future is mm-hmm. a documentary about a grandfather paradox mm-hmm. and the disappearing photos and all of that, which mm-hmm. is different than a time paradox, which is where you affect the past that leads to what happens in your like what you experienced. Yeah. So let me give you like the official definition of grandfather paradox. Which like I feel like time paradox is also like that moment in the Matrix when she is like, don't worry about the vase. And he's like, what? And then he knocks over the vase. Like that was always going to happen. But Uh anyway. So basically um, the name comes from the idea that if a person travels to a time before their grandfather had children and kills him – it would make their own birth impossible. So that's a that's mm-hmm. a grandfather paradox, which leads to some interesting side effects. So the fact that like mathematically and based off of what we know of the things that we've seen in our universe, the fact that mathematically a Kerr black hole is most likely to exist, it's... <laughs> And that's the one with all of the time travel in all of the other universes, just so that we're completely clear on what's most likely to exist. And this is math. This is math. This isn't a tin hat. Yeah. No, this isn't a tinfoil hat. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is like mathematically numerous physicists and astrophysicists have come up with these conclusions. And is that why maybe Einstein was saying that you could only go back in time, but not forward? I don't know. I haven't actually heard that. Or was before. that just on a show that I watched? That Never might have been Back to the Future. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you can't go. No, actually, I, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard anything about that. But, okay. um, oh. but yeah. So the fact that the pictures that we have taken of black holes show that they are at, in fact rotating means that these pretty much must be. Kerr black holes or Kerr Newman black holes. Which exist in math because it also includes the other universes and the time travel. The math the math indicates that this this could be a thing. There could be a second universe according to the inner event horizon existing within a Kerr black hole. It's weird. It's very odd to think about. It hurts my brain to think about, especially because of the fact that, like, in my opinion, and, like, get on the Discord and argue with me if you think that I'm completely wrong about this, but in my opinion, if there is a second universe, I feel like that means that there's got to be infinite universes. Well, if like, each there's black no hole way. has one. Yeah. But there's, like, no way... That there's just two. Like, that doesn't make sense. I feel like there's either got to be one or there's got to be infinite. That, right. That's the only thing that makes sense in my brain anyway. Well, and also, like, if this black hole has a universe based on math, mm-hmm. it's not the only black hole like that. Yeah. So do they all lead to this other universe or do they each have their own universe? Exactly. I don't know. And I want to know what black hole I'm in. <laughs> totally. I'm no, so it's... glad that you broke my brain this much at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. I do have a question though. Um, when you're talking micro black holes, are those 
the it, like itty itty bitty ones that happen. Yeah, itty bitty teeny tiny micro black holes. Um, a lot of people like, uh, for example, when CERN was built, they were worried that they were going to create a black hole that was going to collapse everything. Oh, so CERN is the uh, particle collider, is what I'm talking about. So humans stop. It's wild. It's wild. But um, CERN is so cool, and the particle collider has done a lot of really cool stuff. It's what found the uh, Higgs boson particle, the God particle. Um, and so a lot of people were really worried about, um, were worried about CERN. Like Humans need to touch grass. I know. Like, stop. Know. But, like, a lot of people were worried that Get it was going to create this, like, earth-destroying black hole. In all reality, like, if it were to create a black hole, it would be a micro black hole that would immediately... Oh, I don't, I don't want to say it because that means I'm going to have to explain it. What? It would evaporate. The black hole would evaporate. So it just come up and then bloop away. So black holes, uh, technically, by definition, like they trap everything in them. They don't, like you can't escape it. You have to go twice the speed of light to escape it. There is something <laughs> called Hawking radiation. Black holes actually emit very tiny amounts of radiation. And so slowly over time, they evaporate. And we don't a hundred percent know why. They they evaporate. They let off tiny amounts of radiation, which should not happen according to the fact that their escape velocity, the the speed required to leave a black hole's event horizon, is literally twice the speed of light. Like the speed of light is three times uh, ten to the eighth meters per second. The escape velocity of black hole is like six point six seven times ten to the eighth meters per second, which is a, over twice the speed of oh. light which nothing goes faster than the speed of light, yet we see that these black holes are actually letting off tiny amounts of radiation and they're slowly evaporating over time. And it just, it makes no sense, like how, what is happening? And so there's like a lot of theories about what could be happening. It's very progressive. Like they're, you know what I mean? Like they're collecting a bunch of junk and then they're just taking care of it and emitting it back. It's a, it's a nice green cycle. Um, I'm assuming this radiation isn't, Radiation is not a good word, though. Radiation is not like a bad word. Bet, Everything though. radiates. You and I radiate heat. Yeah. Um. So these little itty bitty ones, they just bloop, 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 bloop. Mm -hmm. Would those be? I, I'm blooping because they're showing up in the air, and that's scientifically the sound that they make when they evaporate. <laughs> these <laughs> micro black holes. Uh, would those be Kerr mm -hmm. black holes? The micro ones. No idea. And if they were, are those itty bitty little universes that bloop into existence and then bloop out? Honestly, like all four of the categories of black holes probably could have any of the four size of black holes associated with them. So you could probably have like supermassive Kerr black holes versus like micro Kerr black holes. Um, I'm not entirely sure like what the... Um, I guess, probability of the, like, size for these different black mm. holes could be. But, like, uh, with Kerr black holes and Kerr-Newman black holes, we know, like, based off of the math, unless we got something super-duper wrong, we know that they pretty much have to exist because of the pictures that we've taken of supermassive black holes. And so if, if they for sure exist, like, if we didn't get the math wrong, if we didn't get anything wrong... Um, if these supermassive black holes are Kerr black holes or Kerr-Newman black holes, we know that for a fact they can exist as supermassive black holes. Whether they can exist as stellar mass black holes, intermediate mass, or micro black holes, 
we haven't really seen a whole lot of black holes like that. Like we've never taken a picture of one ever, but um, we've seen effects that could be like stellar mass black holes, things like that. So our black hole in the Milky Way is a Kerr. Or a Kerr-Newman. Or a Kerr-Newman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it definitely spins. We know that it spins uh, based off of the picture we've taken. Um, but I don't know for sure if we've seen any indication that there might be a charge associated with it. But likely not because likely it's not. most likely not a thing for a black hole to It's be most likely a net neutral, and that means that it would be a Kerr black hole, which is why those are the most likely to exist in space, according to everything I've read. Those are the trippiest. I know. So the, the black hole in the center of the Milky Way, our Milky Way galaxy, could also be a wormhole to an alternate, or a, a, a some sort of event horizon door to an alternate universe and time travel. Yeah. That's all we have <laughs> for today's episode because I need to process that. Fair. Um, to be fair, <laughs> I did say at the beginning that Reznor Nordstrom and Kerr-Newman black holes could potentially have one-way wormholes inside of them, which is basically what I'm talking about with Kerr black holes. Same thing. That's great. So more than likely, black holes have wormholes inside of them. Because three out of the four theoretic theorized black holes involve wormholes. Pretty much. Pretty much. Cool. So, yeah. And you just walk around with this knowledge in your brain. Yeah, I kind of hate everything. <laughs> you just like pay bills and I just pay bills. respond to texts yep. knowing that there might be an alternate universe in the center of a mm -hmm. galaxy. Yeah. I'm a big, firm believer in the multiverse, but um, oh, that's just because... I've read so many things about things like this and I'm just like convinced like there's no way, there's no way that there's not, you know, because it's either in my brain and I, I worked through this and I'm not going to like explain my entire thought process because we are pretty much out of time. But yeah. in my brain, like there is either one universe or infinite universes right. and infinite universes just makes more sense right. than just a single universe to yep. me. So I... I read I plenty know. of AU fanfic. Like, I am so on board Perfect. with the AU stuff. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, my brain is broken, though. Oh, so yeah. is there anything we needed to cover else? Because I'm – my brain – that broke me, Haley. Mm -hmm. We did not oh, talk about this in our previous black hole episodes. And I feel like that was on purpose because oh, yeah. you knew it would derail. No, 100%. There was a reason that I haven't brought this up until we had an entire episode dedicated to it. Because at the beginning of COVID, we uh, educators had a bunch of stuff that we were doing because we were closed down to the public mm -hmm. and we needed something to fill hours. One of the things was, oh, make a short five-minute video on something that interests you. And so I, uh, and we could make more than one. So I made four on the different types of black holes. And even those were, that was not enough time. So I was like, my hands are sweating. I know I've said that before oh, yeah. in a podcast recording, but my hands are clammy. Well, um, on that note, to all our listeners out there, um, we would like to remind you that we have a Discord. All of the uh, images that I referenced will be in that Discord. Uh, we're going to try and see if we can like pop up the images as we're talking about them. But Nate can totally. Nate said yes. Nate can, okay. Nate's got Nate this. Nate can do this. Perfect. So, oh, can you put the smiley face yes, one over my head? Face. He's behind the camera. Can you put it like over <laughs> my head? You're really funny. Wonderful. 
just um, while she's talking, like, oh. <laughs> but oh, yeah, God. so um, feel free to get in our Discord channel if there's yeah. anything that I said that you think is uh, wrong or that you would like to expand upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, at me, I'm in the Discord channel. I'm actually, um, I'm actually me. Uh, um, actually, I have the glasses. I can yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, thank you guys so much for joining us, Cody. I'm so sorry I broke your brain <laughs> again, <laughs> again as usual. Why do I do this? You love me. I love you. <laughs> yes. Thanks, guys. Holy crap. Thanks, guys. What an episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>